We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! <laughs> <sighs> oh, <I'm there>. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Hey. Hey, look, we're on YouTube again this week. We yep. we, we, we came back. We, we did something with ourselves. We rolled out of bed around three instead of five this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, well, I got out of bed at like 6 a.m. I just went back. So like I went to bed at like three in the morning. Right. But then like somehow I woke up at six and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. So I sat there, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and you made me breakfast, and then I uh, finally went back to sleep. And the whole time I'm awake, I'm like, should I buy this guitar? <laughs> Maybe I should buy this guitar. You know what? I think I'll wait till after the podcast, and if it's still available, I'll buy this guitar. And then I'm like, I had to go uh, to Rite Aid for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, let me send this guy an offer for like, 15 bucks less than what he's selling for. So that way it's a nice, you know, round number that I'm paying for this after shipping and everything. Right. Didn't factor in tax, but you know, whatever. Uh, So, (laughs) well, but the thing is like the 15 bucks that I offered wiped out the tax basically. So it was, I I paid what I was expecting to pay had I actually paid what the guy was asking. Okay. So I, 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 yeah, I bought a guitar today. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. details, details? Oh, uh, I mean, you, it, as long as it works, you could come see it uh, March 7th at Tudor Lounge. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Because if it works, I might uh, that might be the first show for it. It's, yeah. it's the Barksdale's uh, Bangers CD release. Yeah. Yeah, with Lucky 33 and uh, The Clockers and The Living Brain Dead. That's going to be awesome. Oh, that's going to be a great show. That's right. I can't lean on the table this week. Oh, shit. Me too. <laughs> no, you can probably lift this up very slightly and there. There. That, Ta-da. I mean, it still makes noise, but it's... <laughs> and every time I lean on the table, like, the camera moves. Yeah. <laughs> slightly towards you. Moves oh, really? Back this way. Just yeah. a little. Hey, there we go. <laughs> just so they don't see my messy-ass shelf, they can just see the messy-ass studio. Okay. <laughs> it's cleaner than it was, it's like... It's definitely cleaner. I got a bunch of shit out of here. I'm like, yeah, okay. I need like I can't move my fucking chair, right? And I can't get to my guitars. I need to clean. <laughs> and like, really, all I had to do was get rid of like a bunch of uh, boxes and shit that gear and everything came in. So yeah, you you've know. been getting quite a few shipments. I just got more today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today was all um, like I got a t-shirt order for. Oh. Uh, so I got to get that, uh, pack, like printed and packed and shipped and that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's when going do you have to do that by, uh, I told him I, well, I got to actually get a hold of him and tell him I got the stuff and uh-huh. get the payment from him. But, uh, I told him, um, I'd get it shipped out for him tomorrow. So, okay. So you got stuff to do tonight. I, I guess I do. Well, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it first thing in the morning and go to the post office, still get it out Thursday. Okay. I got it, but I do got to message uh, my buddy and be like, dude, I got your, I got your shirt for you. So, you know, give me the details and here's PayPal and here's how much it's going to cost you, you know? Um, 
I wish he would have gotten it when he was here. He just moved out of the area, and he was like, oh, man, I meant to grab that one before. Sucks. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, now you got to pay for shipping. Yeah. Like, I feel bad that you got to pay for shipping because shipping's like seven fifty for a fucking T-shirt for some reason. Uh, but at least I got packing material now, so I don't have to pay like $3.50 for the envelope. That's true. So that's uh, that's a plus. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Um, livingbraindead.bandcamp.com if you want your Living Brain Dead T-shirts, hoodies, tickets for the head PE show. Think so brain is never returning. <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw somebody looking for a vo- or I saw a vocalist looking for bands today and I was like, huh, he could sing and think so brain. I'll just play guitar. Mm. And, uh, but then it's like, I have no time for this shit. No, I, I really barely, I barely have time to also be in his other band <laughs> and I don't have to practice with them. True. Had a great show the other day though. We, Hadn't, hadn't done a show since December. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, so the, over the weekend, we, uh, we got together. We played a show, uh, which was Chris Farley's birthday bash. Did he show up? Uh, no. <laughs> and neither did Adam Sandler, who was invited. Um, but, I mean, he might have he gotten there before I, uh, before, you know, he might have left before I got there, because I got there, like, in the middle of the second band. I bet that's what happened. Yeah, I, I'm sure, like, like. Adam Sandler showed up and he was like, oh, I like the name of this band. I'm going to come see this band. <laughs> That's a terrible Adam Sandler impression. But anyway, um, and then he showed up and he, he saw the first band whose name escapes me. And then I, I showed up uh, because I'm like, okay, I have to get to fucking Mohawk Place at some point tonight because we're playing at 11 o'clock. And also at the helm is playing right before us. Right. And also, those guys are playing right after us. So I know all those. I, I know those bands. So I'm like, I gotta come see those bands. They're my friends, and I, I miss, uh, you know, at the helm. I haven't seen them since, uh, <coughs> since before Mario left for New Orleans, who wow. and, and came back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was nice to see them. You know, I got there uh, as they were playing. They got a new singer, who's fantastic, very charismatic, moves a lot around on stage, and. Uh, you know, really uh, brings uh, the songs to life and the show to life. And, yeah. uh, you know, and of course, uh, all the rest of the guys in the band are just fantastic musicians right. and, and very talented individuals in Gus and, and Mario and uh, Rob. And I, I never remember the guitar player's name because I didn't Jay. know him. Yeah, I didn't know him before he got into the band. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, fantastic show. Um you know, and those guys were uh, really good. Uh, yeah, it was my second I, time seeing those guys. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen those guys, and I regret very much that I haven't gotten to actually see them. I've known Josh for uh, for quite a while. Him and uh, his uh, his old bandmate Chris came on the show uh, when we were doing. I think we were doing the outdoor deal at the time. So uh, they came on, and we uh, we had an interview with them, and I uh, got to see the Hovelists a few times. I've actually got one of their T shirts. Uh, and then we've got, uh, you know, I, I've seen those guys once. It was actually, uh, the first day that I was in XM Priory. Oh, uh, what happened was I was, I had to go to Niagara Falls and I had to learn the songs Mm -hmm. from their old guitar player. So I went to his house. We, he taught me all the songs. I had it all written down. So I had all my, 
you know, I didn't bring I didn't bring my guitar home. I just left it there. But I had my backpack with my pedals and like my notebook and everything in it. And um, I'm on my way home, and I'm like, you know what? Like Yellow Sauce and those guys are playing at Mohawk right now. I'm gonna go say hi. Oh. Because I had time before the next bus. So I'm like, I'm gonna go say hi. So I went, and I was like, you know. Walked in as Yellow Sauce is playing Space Wizard. Nice. And I'm like, fuck, I missed my cue. You, you do that. Like, damn, I, I could have I, I <laughs> introduced this song. Oh, well. Um, so I talked to the dudes and those guys, and uh, one of the their, the former drummer for the Hovelists was actually in the opening band that night, so I got to see him. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I hung out with Leland and Ryan and uh, Jasmine and Marissa for, for a little while after their set. And, yeah. Then finally came home, <laughs> uh, and, I, and the whole time I'm just like, I got, dude, I'm doing this really cool thing. I can't tell you guys about. <laughs> uh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was hard. <laughs> being in XM Priory, not being able to tell anybody. Like I'm in XM Priory, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, so I I had to clue in like certain people, you know, right. and the, and they weren't exactly keeping it a secret either. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> um, but it was it was definitely difficult to uh, not tell anybody that I was an XM Priory for that uh, brief period of time that I was. Yeah, and I got to play one show with them, and now uh, and then that was the catalyst for, uh, that was the catalyst for a lot of things. That was actually the catalyst for me doing the sit down reading the book thing with Yellow Sauce and, yeah. and doing more work with them, and also the catalyst for me saying, "Hey, you know, I want to start a band. Who wants to start a punk band?" <laughs> and here we are, um, waiting for my drummer to let me know if he meant yes to one or both of the shows that I said, hey, do you guys want to play the show today? So, <laughs> you know. And also, I've, I've spent a shit ton of gear on a shit ton of money on gear. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all Nick Lucido's fault. <laughs> when we can't get groceries, I'll make sure to take Nick Lucido aside. Uh, we, we, we got money. We're, yeah, we're I know. We're good. I know. We're you good. work hard enough. I'm not, uh, I'm like, when I texted Brian to be like, so I bought a guitar today. He says, so, mister, I don't have money. What kind of guitar? <laughs> <laughs> and I sent him a picture of it and told him what it was and told him that I'm still watching another one on eBay, <laughs> <laughs> which hopefully gets up to a price I don't want to pay. So, right. I'm hoping there's 27 bids on it already and there's four days left. So I'm sure it's going to get like wildly out of hand. Cause now that I, now that I've bought said guitar, I don't need a guitar in that body shape and, and color. True. <laughs> because I, true. I now own a guitar in that body shape and color, but the other one's like a brighter. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Uh, I hate that I understand. I hate that I'm becoming Brian. <laughs> Do you really, though? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I was as savvy as Brian to be able to, like, buy a guitar like this and then be like, yo, I'll sell this to you for, like, 300 bucks and then just go turn around and buy one for 250 Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not, that, I'm not at that level of Brian yet, <laughs> but I think I can, I, I think I can get there. I guess we'll see. I'll just keep an eye on eBay and reverb and see what I can do. I guess <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody, um, the guitar player from uh, uh, blah, 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 Steve's old band, um, 
City Park Radio. Uh, he was looking for guitars today. He's, he posted on Facebook, like, where can I get a guitar under 500 bucks? I don't know anything about guitars. I'm like, dude, I just bought one for 150. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not hard to find guitars under, under 500 bucks. I don't think I own one that costs more. I think everything's like 450 and under. Okay. Yeah. All right. Rain is my most expensive guitar. It cost me 450 bucks. Is that the, that's one? that's the purple one. Okay. If you know your Mortal Kombat ninjas, when I I don't know when, my when Mortal I, Kombat ninjas. I, I know you don't. I know you don't. I'm <laughs> saying if if anybody out there knows their Mortal Kombat ninjas, if I mention a Mortal Kombat ninja in relation to my guitar, you know which guitar I'm talking about because it's like right now I have Rain and I have Noob Saibot. Spoiler alert! I just bought Ermac. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean, like the brand of guitars I play, yeah, the body shape I was looking for, right, the color I was looking for, yeah, for under two hundred bucks. I'm, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad. See, when a woman says she's not mad, she's mad. No, I'm not. <laughs> mad. No, if we seriously like, oh no, if I no, if I couldn't pay the bills yeah. and you were doing this, I'd be like, listen. I just paid the gas bill. I have the money for the rent. I, I, we're not gonna get anything shut off. We're not gonna get kicked okay. out. I've, we're, we're, we're good. We'll be able and to that's eat. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Especially now that you're in a band that's playing out. Like this stuff's all an investment in what you're doing. Oh, exactly. Like, I can't be mad that you bought a guitar <laughs> and that I also have to buy a guitar strap guitar and a strap guitar and case. And, yeah. I, I realistically, I don't have to buy either of those things. But it probably is a better idea if you do. Yeah, I mean, I have a guitar bag I can throw the guitar in. I have a strap I can take off another guitar that I'm not using. Just, I got the guitar crate the other day, and it came with some strap blocks. So I'm like, ooh, I, if I buy a guitar, I have, a, I have an excuse to use these. Yeah. I mean, not that I need them, because my other guitar that I don't play out has a strap on it with strap blocks. <laughs> you said strap on. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. You are correct. I did. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Does your mom still even listen to the show? I don't know. Your mom probably tuned out ages ago. I don't know. Well, this show is filthy. I can't listen to this. No, she. I. <laughs> have you heard our dinner conversations? I mean, Jesus. They, they've got that lab, little baby kitten. He can't hear this. Merlin. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so cute. Merlin. I call him Snoop Magoo. <laughs> But you can't say it like that. You have to go, Snoop Magoo. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, he's he loves my dreads. Oh, yeah. He, he stole some of your money the other day, if he I did. recall he correctly. Grabbed, he grabbed um, a couple of singles off the coffee table in my mom's house. He grabbed the singles, knocked them down, grabbed them, and ran across the living room and, towards and, his uh, cat tower. And you got this on video. You sent it to me. Yeah, cat's just running away. Like I'm going to strip club. I know. He's like, I got my singles, bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like two months old. That's like, <laughs> I don't know, like seven in cat years, maybe. <laughs> he's uh, oh my god, he's such a stinker. He just has, you know, we've had a lot of cats. We're we're cat people, you know. Seven cats now that I live with, two at my mom's house. 
at one point we lived in a single wide trailer with six cats and like four humans. Um, <laughs> the uh, Pepsi endorsement there. <laughs> um, but we have never had a kitten as crazy as this motherfucker. <laughs> he will just like, okay, he's got killer that he gets to play with. She's like 11, you know, she's like on the cusp of being an old lady, but she's she's always been the young cat, so I don't know. He terrorizes her. He just like comes out of nowhere and dives on her and like <laughs> bear hugs her. And like he it's not like he does this sometimes. This is like every interaction that they have <laughs> to the point where she's just walking through the house growling and like making all these whiny noises like don't you fucking touch me don't you come near me where are you you little motherfucker you know she's just <sighs> she's turned into a grumpy old lady um but merlin is a shit monkey and he keeps everybody on their toes and it's been really really fun because i get to like leave the house <laughs> and take a break. You get to come home to our cats who are just chill most for of the, the time. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Especially Tigger, our old man. I showed you a picture of him from 10 years ago. Yeah. Jeez, he doesn't look a day a day older. The only difference is the cauliflower ear. Yeah, the, the, the deformed ear he's yeah. got. I don't say deformed. It makes it sound like he's ugly. He's, he's not. Oh, no, oh, no. He's still a very handsome cat, he, even with a, a messed up ear. He's got, like, all this character added to him. Like, yeah, I've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Merlin stole your money. I saw that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, yes, I am a human, believe it or not. I know that's that's uh, that's a tough sell, but yes, I am a human. What else would you be? I I, I uh, you know I make human mistakes like uh, tripping over the seats of the saber game and ending across like five rows. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I I very glad that didn't go viral. I you know <laughs> I thought for sure that was gonna I was gonna come home and see it all over Twitter. <laughs> if if there had been a video of it, I probably would have shared it. Oh, I'm sure. Because you I would have okay. shared it. Yeah, I would have shared it too. Okay. No, I. Uh, so I got to the Sabers game. It was 2000s night. It was, uh, I think, last last Thursday. Was it? That I sounds think. right. Yeah. So I go to the Sabers game, and uh, you weren't able to go, nope. and I was meeting up with Jasmine, and I didn't want to bother people at the end of the row. Like if it was a whole row of people, like that would have been one thing. But it was like two people. I don't want to fuck two people. You know? Like, right. Like oh, I could just step over. It's cool, man. Like it's early. It's first of all, I met. Uh, I met. I met. I met the organist finally. Finally, after all this, uh, and I all, all this, it. all this time of tweeting back and forth. Well, I specifically picked a seat in that section so that I could walk in and that side and be like, "Yo, hey, how you doing? I'm Think So Joe from Twitter." Yeah, and get the picture and uh, and uh, you know, uh, posted that. And then um, so I go to step over the seats and my ankle gets caught in between the seats, and I go forward, <laughs> fall across like three rows, mm. and. So I get up and I have to step back over to get back to my seat. <laughs> and uh, Jasmine texts you and tells you that I almost died. Yep, he almost died. Um, and um, you know, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know, checking my wrist because I it felt like I had a cut, uh -huh. but I didn't. 
Probably scraped it or something. Yeah, it was like it was just like a weird feeling. And Jasmine keeps asking, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Just like, <laughs> I feel like I have a cut, but I don't." And then, like, you know, like my wrist was sore for a day or two. Actually, both of my arms, you know, especially my wrists, were sore for a couple of days. Probably just the way I landed or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like, the first thing I did when I got home was picked up a guitar. Like, all right, can I play guitar? Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. You know. Uh, I do have a couple of, like, cuts on my legs. Yeah, I noticed earlier today. Um, but uh, otherwise, I'm fine. Uh, but I was te- texting uh, my buddy G at the time, former uh, boardwrestlingfan.com uh, co-host. And I texted him. I said, hey, man, you know, if you if you see a video of, uh, of somebody tripping over the seats at the Sabres game and ended up across, like, three rows, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, that, that, uh, that was the embarrassing thing I did this week. <laughs> Um, we had the all WNY black, and, black hard and hard ball this past weekend, and that was a ton of fun. So the first thing that happens at the black and hard ball, as soon as I walk in the door, cause I wasn't even going to go, honestly, like, I'm like, you know what? I could go to the show at Ironworks. I could stay home. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, get work done and shit, or I can, you know, but I decided, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Guitar Center. I'm going to buy some gear I need, and I'll just come straight to Stamps from there because it's, like, around the corner. It's a, it's a you know, doesn't seem like it'll be that long of a bus ride. I'll be there by, like, 830. Yeah. Um, and I was just going to surprise you. I wasn't going to tell you, but then you texted me, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, do I lie or do I tell her? <laughs> <laughs> because I was, on, uh, I was on Sheridan and Niagara waiting for a bus because my bus – that I was supposed the first bus I was supposed to catch was 10 minutes late. So by the time I got downtown, I looked up again, like, okay, how do I get to guitar center? And it's like, take the 40 and then take the 35. Like, well, that's a fucking weird way of going, but okay. <laughs> um, so I ended up in Niagara and Sheridan. So when you texted me, that's where I was. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go buy some, uh, I'm going to go buy this DI box at guitar center. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to come to stamps, but I have to leave by like 10 30. So I got there, and the first thing when I walked in the door is uh, one of the guys from Hearts and Hand Grenades. Uh, I think it was was his name, Mike? Mike, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike comes up to me. I'm bad with names, man, so if you're listening, I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> uh, Mike comes up to me from Hearts and Hand Grenades, and he says, Hey, man, you know, I listened to your show last week, and I have to tell you, we are not a Green Day tribute band. <laughs> and that was the first time we've ever heard anybody even say that. I was like, really? Because, like, I mentioned it to my bass player, and he was like, wait, are they a Green Day tribute band? And I had to tell him, no, apparently not. And he says, yeah, yeah, no, like, like my singer, when she named the band, said, like, you know, it was a, you know, Green Day had a, a thing, you know, hearts, heart like a hand grenade, but you're the first person to ever ask us if we were a Green Day tribute band. <laughs> I said, man, that's crazy. And uh, they got up on stage, and they certainly, I had to leave uh, during their set, but they uh, were certainly not a Green Day tribute band. They no. were they were fantastic. They were awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed them. So glad they played that show. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I, uh, glad I got to go. I'm glad I got to meet them and uh, see them. And also, the neighbor's kids were really good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize I that to... they were going to play a cover set. Uh, I would have liked to hear original music a little bit more, but... Yeah. Um, you know, they, they were great. It just wasn't what I expected. I get to hang out with them a little bit at uh, Colosso before they played. Yeah. And I uh, got to get to know them a little bit better, got to chat with them a little. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, 
pretty cool band. Yeah, I don't really know anybody except for Lexi. Yeah. Uh, I met the drummer. I met, uh, I, I think it was the bass player. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, again, if, if you guys are listening, I'm sorry. I'm terrible <laughs> at this thing, at this kind of stuff. Uh, but, no, you know, I met them, and, uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool guys, you know. Um, apparently been around the scene, especially a drummer for a while. So uh, we'll leave it at that, though. I <laughs> <laughs> don't need to get further into that conversation. But anyway... Yeah. yeah, and then BD2 played, and they were awesome as usual. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed that, but uh, we've got them again coming up in a just in uh, April. Yeah, about a month and a half. So <laughs> yeah, so if you want to play that show, uh, yeah, we need bands <laughs> first weekend in April for the All WNY anniversary show. Hit me up, and I'll give you the date and details. And it's at Stamps. I know that. Yeah. So I think it's is it the third. It's either the third or the fourth. One way to find out, I guess. Calendar. Calendar. That show is April 3rd, Friday, April 3rd. So if you're in a band and you're listening and you want to play that show, hey, hit up Karina. That's my mom's birthday. Is it? Yeah. Then you should have remembered when it was. Well, I couldn't remember (laughs) if it was the day after or the day of... Fair enough. Because it's kind of inconvenient that it's the day of. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm terrible with dates now, too, because yeah, it's just faces, like... faces, names, dates. Joe I'm doesn't te- do it. I'm terrible with everything, just because now it's like, not only have I been booking shows for the last few years, now it's like, okay, now, what was the date you wanted Living Brain Dead to play? Let me ask. Okay, what day do I need to be at this Yellow Sauce gig? What day? Yeah. You know? Like, I have no... Like, I... I don't even know how I know it's Wednesday today. Like I told you. That, that, that's probably it. I probably woke up and you're probably like, hey, uh, here's the stuff for the podcast. <laughs> I feel like that was pretty similar. Not really, because you gave me the stuff for the podcast yesterday. But Oh, it was yesterday. Yeah. I knew I gave it to you early. No, you gave it to me yesterday and I didn't set up for it until like an hour before the show. <laughs> Well, I but did that's my because, work. But that's because, like, uh, you know, all these tabs open just slows my computer right the fuck down. I understand. And, you know, I can't have that when I got to work. I know. So. But, yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was a pretty good show. It was really fun. Um, it, was, it was a nice change of scenery because I've been going to metal shows with Allison. <laughs> I've been going to punk and ska shows with you. And to go to like a pop rock kind of show, sure. Like that was that was a nice change of scenery. You know, it's if it wasn't my show, I don't know if like I would have wanted to sit through like an out a whole night of pop rock. But that's just because that's not my thing, right? You know. But it was all good bands, so I, mean, I definitely it, didn't mind. For the couple hours I was there, I I had a good time. I actually got there earlier than I anticipated. You did. I almost, I got there in time to help you with balloons. The last five fucking balloons. Okay, <laughs> look at this. Look at this. These are blisters that popped from from um, tying balloons. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I got there in time to help. I did. Did you help, though? Yes. You tied, like, two balloons. Yes, I did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately, I had to leave before I had to help clean up. 
Yeah, everyone helped though. Good, good, good. That's yeah, always good. It was nice. Yeah. It's it's always funny though because people think they're helping when they just pop the balloons. Yeah. And leave them there. You gotta tell them no, guys, no. Pick them up, throw them in the garbage, and then pop them. Even if they pop them and then pick up the well, yeah, the that too. I scraps mean. of it and throw them out, but they pop them and leave them. Just it's like you know they're not gonna grow legs and jump in the trash can themselves. Right. Somebody's still gotta come around and do that. And Chuck was there. I and and you don't want to make Chuck do that because Chuck and Jen. Just... Chuck, I think, had left. Oh, okay. He had left by then. He was no, still. No, he didn't. Okay, well, he was out there when I left. I know that much. Him and Jen. Yeah. Um, Who got engaged. They did. I congratulated them. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I got to catch a bus home. And they're like, oh, you know, where do you live? I'm like, South Buffalo. They're like, oh, okay, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then I took the bus to downtown and Ubered the rest of the way home. And then I think I ordered food. What would you order? Bada bing? Uh, checkers, I think. Checkers. I think I got that night. Yeah, Ooh. I got checkers, so I got I got uh, I got the 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 baconzilla combo because mm. we were almost out of Pepsi too. So I got the baconzilla combo, so I'd get a drink. Yeah. So I got that, and I got the fries, and then I bought like the chili cheese fries. Oh, the chili cheese fries, and also like an apple pie. How is the apple pie? Uh, apple pie is it's like a McDonald's apple pie, but more seasoned. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's not quite as good as a Burger King apple pie, but it's better than a McDonald's apple pie. I've never pie. had a Burger King apple pie. Really? I've If I dessert at Burger King, it's Hershey's pie. Well, okay. Fair enough. Now, Burger King apple pie is just like getting a nice warm apple pie. Really good. Laura, I never believe you when you say anything. Why am I going to believe you now? <laughs> anyway. Especially because I can see the sound meter moving. Yep, I see it too. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, what's this meter? What's what meter? This one right That's here. The top one? Yeah. That's if I play music on the computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But um yes. Anyway. Anyway. So uh Soulfly is coming to town next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the date on that? The 20 something? Twenty twenty fifth. 25th at rec room. I think that's next Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. I'm and not sure. And that's uh, that's got our friend Ballsy's band, Nine Layers Deep. Ballsy's having a birthday show, uh, not a show, but a it's a, a pizza party. Yeah, uh, that's this that's coming up uh, this Saturday at Mohawk Place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be like activities. Yeah, I think there's like food and movies and stuff, yeah. or, or something. I, I think it's in the list here. We'll we'll get to it when we do. Um, yeah, it's right there. I oh, yeah, right there. There it is. I yeah. see it. It's, we'll get to it in the next segment. But we're going to play a song from Nine Layers Deep because I don't think we ever have before. I don't think so either. And Which is a damn shame because we love Ballsy. And, we and, do. And, I mean, we were listening to this to program the board. Yeah. It's it's good. Ballsy's <laughs> a great, uh, Ballsy is a great supporter of the local scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's always great to see her. I saw her at Mohawk uh, Saturday when I was there for the Yellow Sauce gig. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I feel bad that we've never actually played her band on the show before. So well, we're going to remedy that it. right now. This is a song called Medicine on All W uh, All WNY. I think so, Joe Show.
Deep on all WNY, song called Meta Sin. I get it. Yeah, me too. Right. I, I get it. I right. got it when I when I first programmed it too. Yeah. I should wear an on the cinder shirt. I just noticed you were wearing one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, Meredith's birthday show uh, a couple of weeks back at Mohawk Place, and everybody was wearing on the cinder shirts. Really? Yeah. That's funny. It was like, why is everybody like? Why did everybody decide to wear a sh- uh, the shirt of a band who's like in California right now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had some money stolen from them. that. That kind of sucks. sucked. But they were like, we're not asking for help. Yeah. We just want to let you guys know this sucks. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, uh, so, you know, who the fuck steals from the touring band? That's fucked up. Yeah. Like, like you were a, a horrible piece of shit if you steal from the touring band. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just trying to make... Uh, Trying to go out and spread the music and and make enough money to get home, and somebody's got to fucking steal money from us. Fucking yeah. bullshit, man. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. So, I was just telling you during the song break, I were probably playing a couple of out of town shows, just waiting on con- like for my drummer to get back to me on if he meant yes to both or yes to one or what. Yeah. The- so like, yeah, um, you know, and then you know, I, I that would suck if that happened to me. Yeah. You know, if that happened to Living Brain Dead or Yellow Sauce or somebody while we're out and we're just trying to get back to, uh, trying to get back to music. I like how she, like, says the sound is out and then when I tell her you're lying, she responds <laughs> that she's telling the yeah. truth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah, so um yeah. Uh so nine layers deep's opening for Soulfly. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I know you want to go, but I uh, it's six bands. <laughs> I know that is a long night. Uh, I I am But it's local. It's not like going to Rochester like yeah, Nelson did for Boys I, the Prophet this weekend. And I'm sure the local support has like half hour sets. So I'm sure it's not going to be as long as I'm perceiving it to be. Right. Um but you know how you know I'm just like 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 I have an aversion to longer shows. She she, she said she tells the truth again after Why she told us about this. Anyway, um, Strange Standard is back in Mr. Goodbar for their monthly Strange Wednesdays. This time joined by Sarah Elizabeth, uh, karaoke in the attic, twenty one and up, no cover. That's Mr. Goodbar tonight at nine p.m. So after the show, go get a shower, get dressed, get yourself all spiffy, and go out and catch. Or don't. My, Catch Just go how you are. Sure. Go out and catch my boy's strange standard at Mr. Goodbar upstairs. Yeah. Or downstairs. Are they da- are they downstairs and the karaoke's upstairs? I don't you know, that's, that's unclear. That's, that is unclear. It's very unclear. Well, I'll tell you what, if you uh if you go there, right, look for the bald guy with the beard playing bass, right? And if you see him downstairs, then the show's downstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> If you see him upstairs, if you don't see him downstairs, then go upstairs. Okay. Okay? Because, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's Ryan. Oh, I forgot Ryan's doing... <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan is in Strange Standard now. It's crazy. I know, like, most of the guys in Strange Standard, the only ones... Uh, I, I literally, only know, literally only know two of their names when mm-hmm. I see... Like, when I see them. Like, I, I have to... Get in a conversation like, dude, I forgot your name. Can you tell me again? Like, <laughs> so, you know, I, I seriously, like, this is a serious problem. Like, ever since I started promoting shows because, like, somebody came up to me at Meredith's thing, right? And he just, hey, man, it's so good to see you. Like, hey, yeah, good to see you, too. And as soon as he walked away, I'm like, god damn, I wish Karina was here. <laughs> so she could have told me who the fuck that was. <laughs> what if I didn't know? Sometimes you don't. <laughs> and we're just, then we're both like. Okay, well, we'll see when he plays in a band, and then we'll just look up the band on Facebook. And then the band's always got, like, then when that, whenever that happens, the band's always got, like, wacky names for everybody on their Facebook right, page or don't right. have the band members listed. <laughs> uh, and we're guilty of that, too, because our drummer's listed as Little John. Little John. <laughs> that's not a lie, though. It's not. He's little, and his name's John. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's Good Bar tonight. Also going on tonight uh, in about half an hour little less. Uh, from 7 to 10 p.m., it is Grace, Grace, and Miller at Sportsman's Tavern, 326 Amherst Street in Buffalo. Uh, Grace Lynn Stumberg, Grace Logan, and David Michael Miller present an evening of songs in Seoul. Going on at Sportsman's Tavern at 7 p.m. tonight. Sweet. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, I bet. I don't, I, don't know the, I don't know that Miller guy. No. But I do know Grace Logan, I do know Grace Stumberg, and I and they are fantastic guitar players. Yeah. Yeah, and and absolutely. Uh, if you haven't seen them before, go check them out. Yeah. After the after. Uh, right, after right, 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 right. You know, listen to this on your way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, to, tomorrow night at Buffalo Ironworks, it's PA Line. It's Trevor's twenty eighth birthday with Jungle Steve and ELP. Uh, and that's Doors at 8 p.m., show at 9 p.m., tickets $7 in advance, $10 day of show, 18 and up with ID, so Trevor just barely makes the cut at age 28. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> uh, t- Trevor's turning 28 years old and wants to have a big show birthday bash. Join in on the fun. 
Sweet. PA Line's another fantastic yeah. band if you haven't seen them. I haven't seen them since the day we met. I don't I was, think I have either. That was so yeah. long ago. Uh, but they're they're really nice guys. Well, they've they've been like touring Europe and shit. Yeah, so. I always I try to book them here and there, and they're always like, oh, "Man, yeah, we're just we're just leaving." Like, oh yeah, no, we're they're just we're doing something else. Like, they're never not busy. They are not an easy band to book, and you could go tomorrow night to Ironworks and find out why. Seven dollars advance, ten dollars day of show. I don't have a it didn't doesn't give me a ticket link, so I can't tell you where to get the tickets. But uh Oh there it is. It's uh Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> it's not. Bit.ly slash PA line Feb twenty twenty. Okay. If you want to get your advance tickets now before you you have to pay ten bucks tomorrow. Uh Thursday night, tomorrow night, seven thirty PM at Amherst Theater. It's uh, Thursday Night Terrors presents Tales from the Hood from 1995. This ain't the Terror Dome. Thursday Night Terrors and Dipson Theaters proudly present Tales from the Hood on Thursday, February February 20th. Uh, Two shows, 7.30 p.m. and 9.35 p.m. Uh, Tales from the Hood is one of the best 90s horror movies, as well as being one of the greatest anthology movies. Located at the Dipson Amherst Theater, 3500 Main Street in the University Plaza across from UB South Campus, Tickets are available online at Dipson Theater's website as well as in person at the theater box office. Arrive early to enter the free Thursday Night Terrorist raffle at the 7.30 show and pick up some awesome horror merchandise for sale by Deadened Toys and Tees in the lobby of the theater. So that's uh, that's going on tomorrow night if you want to catch a movie. Sweet. I've never been to that theater. I've been by that theater many, 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 many times. Where's it at? Um, You know, like... um. When we have to pick up Madison, where there's like that, mm-hmm. the tops across the street there, and like the McDonald's, it's right next to the McDonald's. You have no idea. <laughs> nope, I don't. Yeah, uh, it's right across from UB South. Oh, I've been there. Okay, I saw Steam Boy there. I don't know what that is. It's anime. Okay. I was young. I was into it. <laughs> also, tomorrow night, this at the Mohawk Place. It's the Blue Stones. Uh, with special guests J.J. Wild and Flues. Uh, After Dark and 103.3, the uh, terrestrial radio station that stole an award from me a few years ago, uh, <laughs> present the Hidden Gems Tour with the Blue Stones, special guests J.J. Wild and Flues, uh, 7 p.m. doors, $12 advance, 16 plus with ID, tickets and info at After Dark's website, uh, and available without online fees at After Dark, 630 Elmwood Avenue, or at 716-893-2900, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., uh, 10.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. So I guess you call tomorrow and order your tickets first thing in the morning. Just yeah. write down that phone number. It's uh, 716-893-2900. Yeah. Remember you used to hear like all the radio ads and they were all for like all the big co- big concerts. It's like, get your tickets now through Ticketmaster or charge by phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give you the phone number. You just have to call and give them your credit card number over the phone. To t- <laughs> now you just go online and it's right there. I've been, there's been so many shows coming up this, this year where I'm just like, should I buy a ticket to that? No, I'm already going to see Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I'm not going to see the Foo Fighters because I'm going to see Guns N' Roses. I hope you're proud of yourself. I kind of am, but I'm also... <laughs> well, so, so like the Foo Fighters show is at um, the uh, First Ontario Center. 
Oh. Uh, which is uh, formerly Cops Coliseum in in Hamilton, uh, which, oh, who was it? Was it like the drummer from Def Leppard or something said that like, it smells like a thousand asses in there. <laughs> I've only been there once. I saw Marilyn Manson. If it did smell like a thousand asses, I probably thought it was Marilyn Manson. Right. Um, especially it was the golden age of grotesque tour, so the whole thing just looked filthy. Oh. You know, like, like, like that was the whole like motif. Um, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I digress. Uh, but yeah, no. Actually, I think the tickets go on sale like tomorrow, and I just. Looked and I didn't see ticket prices, so I'm like, eh, I don't know if I can, like, I can probably go to Hamilton. I just don't know how. So like, like I don't know, like, if the bus stops in Hamilton or mm-hmm. like how I would get to. So that's part of the reason I'm not going to the Foo Fighters. The other part being, one, I bought Guns N' Roses tickets, and now two, I bought a new guitar. So, <laughs> so that kind of I almost forgot about the guitar for a second. That kind of that kind of stops me from buying Foo Fighters tickets tomorrow. Anyway, uh, this show is going on also tomorrow night at eight p.m. at the Bug Jar, 20, uh, 2019 Monroe Avenue, Rochester, New York. Cabin in the Woods first headlining show with our friends in Transcendence and Split. Excuse me, Spit Nickels. Uh, $7 tickets, doors open at 8, show starts at 9. Cool. You're uh, out in the Rochester area. Yeah, also tomorrow night, it is Sarah Elizabeth with MYQF. I, I don't know if that's supposed to be a word, the MYQ, because it's either. separate from the F. I, I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with the artist. I apologize if it's supposed to be one word there and I messed it up. But tomorrow at 8 p.m., Thin Man Brewery, 492 Elmwood Avenue here in Buffalo. Uh, Sarah Elizabeth's brand new songwriter series is a soulful musical. Uh, next up in Sarah Elizabeth's brand new songwriter series is soulful musical poet Michael Farrow, aka uh, aka MyQF. Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you get MyQ. Anyway, uh, join us in Elmwood Village for a night of food, drink, and some of Buffalo's best original music as Sarah and MyQ trade songs from 8 to 10 p.m. Cool. Sarah's pretty busy. She is super busy. I saw her Meredith show posting like little uh, music is art music note stickers everywhere. Mm. I'm like, just don't cover up mine. Cool. <laughs> I didn't introduce. I didn't introduce myself. I probably should have because we're always talking about her shows and her her you know stuff with the Buffalo Music Alliance and all yeah. that. And I just so I saw her and I knew it was her, but I didn't like. I didn't want to just drop everything and be like, "Yo, hey, aren't you Sarah Elizabeth?" <laughs> you know, like like fanboying or something. You know? <laughs> Um, like, stop having your things on Wednesdays. Switch it to Thursday or Tuesday. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, this going on at Stamps. This is Ecota. We were blank. Tony Rocky Horror, who we'll hear from in a little bit, and Mind Chaser. Uh, Friday, February 21st, 2020. $10 cover, 6.30 p.m. Doors, 7 p.m. Show starts, ages 21 and up. Or Cam will, like, uh, put you in a triangle choke and, and knock your ass out. Yeah. Because he's, he's got a short fuse like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, let's see, what else is going on? I'm getting messages Excuse for work now. like From people who know I have a podcast right now, Brian. Brian? Brian. Bullshit. He wants to send some samples to a client of me on the green screen. So I'm just, oh. I, uh, during the song break, I'll just direct him to my website. <laughs> Where there are samples. 
<laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, we're going on uh, to Friday night at Buffalo Ironworks. It is Woody Tarbox with Grub and Roy G. Biv present Make America Love Again. Uh, Make America Love Again 3, a benefit concert for harm reduction to benefit Evergreen Health Services. Uh, that's Friday at 7 p.m. Ticket price is $12 to $15. Door time is 7 uh, for 18 and over only. Uh, and that's Witty Tarbox Grub and Roy G. Biv, a benefit concert with marvelous music, phenomenal people, and radical raffle, radical raffle prizes. I need, oh. a, I need a drink. I can't, I can't uh, do all those uh, quick tongue moves. Anyway, <laughs> uh, come out to make America love again. No matter what your identity is or who you support, we all want to support our community and live happier lives. Part of ticket sales and 100% of raffle donations go towards the Harm Reduction Center at Evergreen. Win some great raffle prizes such as gift cards from Bootleg Bucha and Tupelo Honey Spa, handmade clothes from Mrs. Lolo's Bazaar, CBD products from Bison Botanics, sensory deprivation tank floats at the Flow, and more. Evergreen Health Services, what are you doing? Oh, I dropped a, a pyramid stud, <laughs> and I wanted to find it so no one steps on it. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. That's worse than a Lego. Worse than a Lego. Um, eh, I don't know. I mean, a Lego hurts no matter which side's up. Anyway, uh, anyway, Evergreen Health Services provides a variety of health services to people who use drugs, people with mental health health issues, and is a safe space for LGBTQ+. Evergreen's harm reduction services approaches substance use treatment by offering support to individuals, whether they want to reduce their use and regain some control, or start the road to recovery and find sobriety. There is still a heavy sig- stigma against people who use drugs, and with that comes a lack of funding for harm reduction services. The Psychedelic Society of Western New York seeks to advocate for harm reduction in the festival setting and community. We've provided harm reduction at local festivals and raves, and there are many more people that share our vision of harm reduction. Harm reduction is more than just a service, it's an attitude that understands that humans take part in dangerous activities. We must accept that and seek to reduce the harm that comes alongside drug use, just like we would avoid a sunburn by using sunscreen. That sounds like a pretty good cause. Yeah, that's, that's it's going really on, interesting. Uh, again, at Buffalo Ironworks on Friday with uh, Woody Tarbox, Grub, and Roy G. Biv. Nice. And we've got uh, at Community Beer Works on Friday. That's 527th Street in Buffalo. Uh, that's the band Pharaoh, based in Buffalo, New York, and led by producer-slash-bass player Andre Palette and singer-slash-lyricist Michael Pharaoh. This diverse group of musicians has an old-school sound that is played with a modern feel. The band features Tim Webb on drums, Danny Frauenhofer on keys, uh, Fra- Frauenhofer? Why are you asking uh, me? I don't know. And he uh, talks for a living. And Michael Ruopoli on percussion. Special guest Brian Callisto Cast- uh, on guitar. More information at no Fer- Smiths, no Joneses. Pharaohband.com. You know? Yeah, no, no, none nothing, of those. Nothing none like of those. that. No Robinsons, not in this band. Uh, also going on on Friday at 8 p.m. on uh, at Milky's, it is Struggling Productions presents Pocket Vinyl because he doesn't know any other bands. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> he knows those ones that are playing with him, with them. There are two of these that I've never seen on a Struggling Productions show before. So, hey, maybe he's expanding. Who knows? Oh, dear. Uh, But no, Pocket Vinyl is back. Struggling Productions is proud to bring you Pocket Vinyl. For the uninitiated, Pocket Vinyl combines music with live painting for a mixed-media experience unlike any other. 
Typically, they perform as a two-piece with Eric playing keys and singing and Elizabeth painting. This performance is going to be a rare one because they're performing with a full band. You don't want to miss this. Also on the bill, Passed Out, Make Out Tactics, Straight to VHS from Connecticut, and The Great Mistake. $8 at the door, 21 and up with valid ID. Doors at 8, music is, uh, is at 9. Wait, you guys sound like if Morrissey fronted a post-rock band that was forced to play pop rock at gunpoint. That's what The Great Mistake sounds like. Yeah. That's interesting. I've met The Great Mistake. They're okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. Go to the show. Go to the show. Since he can't be bothered to, you know, promote under all WNY after everything all WNY. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I love you, Ryan. <laughs> anyway. He's not listening. I know he's not. Just like I don't listen to his podcast where he makes fun of me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, also going on Friday at The Haunt. That's 702 Willow Avenue in Ithaca. It is uh, the Metallic Onslaught Presents Ironclad. Fox 45, The Burned Out Sons, Break of Aggression, Spit Nickels. They're playing a couple of shows, and I I said their name right this time. Yeah, you did. Uh, Friday, February 21st at 7 p.m., doors at 6 p.m. at The Haunt. Uh, Have you ever been to The Haunt by chance? I have not been to The Haunt. I I went there when I was um, doing, like, weekend tours with Six Pin before I went away to college. I don't know that I've ever been to Ithaca. Ithaca's cute. Let alone at... A specific venue in Ithaca. <laughs> they have um, chicken wings that are, like, so hot that they have to serve them with surgical gloves because they'll, like, burn your flesh. And people eat those. They're called, like, I think they were called zombie wings or something. Something, like, some horror name. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I've ever been to Ithaca. I've been to Binghamton. I, I don't think I've ever been to Binghamton. <laughs> I think I've driven through it. Went to Binghamton, and it was, I went for a wrestling show, and before the matches started, the sound guy was just playing fucking Creed on repeat. Ew. Or, like, Nickelback. No, it was Creed. It was definitely Creed. And I was, like, tweeting, like, what are you guys doing? Why are you playing Creed? Excite wrestling. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And then, like, I met the guy. He's like, I just felt I want to listen to Creed. <laughs> Why? There's no excuse. February 22nd, that's Saturday. It is the Random Punk Show at the Bronze with Zgwint, Thrush, Grillith, and uh, a couple more to be announced. That's at the Bronze. You don't know where that is. Ask a Punk. That's going on Saturday night. They are looking for a couple of more bands as of the last post, which is just a few days ago. Okay. So uh, part of me was like, oh, shit, I should talk to the boys. And then it's like, oh, shit, we haven't, like, played together since the last show. So, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 uh, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> also going on Saturday at Mohawk Place, it's Ballsy's birthday, pizza party, and art show. Uh, Saturday, February 22nd, 7 p.m. doors, 8 p.m. start 18 and up with ID. No ID equals no show. It's $6 to get in. Come celebrate Ballsy's birthday with a pizza party and a rock and roll double feature. Uh, and, uh, she says, hey, friends. I wanted to do something fun and low-key this year for my birthday, and I thought it would be cool to have a pizza party and art night. I'll be showcasing some of my art from Sludge Candy Art, and we'll be showing two visual effects projects. The schedule is at 8 p.m., first visual project, Lemmy is God. 
9.30 p.m. intermission Lizzo dance party. This is real. <laughs> they specify. That was me specifying. It's actually specified in the event page. It is. Uh, 10 p.m. second visual project. I'm the devil. I love metal. This is also a sing-along, and our audience participation is required. If Ballsy says so, you better fucking do it. Uh, and anyway, uh, so that's going on. Uh, come hang out, eat some pizza and snacks while they last, and see some cool rock-inspired art and visuals. And Ballsy's a hell of an artist on top of yeah, she is. being uh, being in uh, Nine Layers Deep and being the, you know, the... Uh, wonderful security at Mohawk Place that we all know and love. She's a renaissance woman. Oh, yeah. She, she's incredible. Like, have you seen her art? Her art's incredible. I've seen some of it. Yeah. yeah. Laura fixed our sound issue. Oh, thank you. She 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 just turned up the volume. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday at Lloyd Taco Factory. Where are they going to fit? A, we've been to Lloyd's, right? That was, that was the place we went to with On the Cinder? Correct. Where are they fitting Reggie Childs? Of all bands. I don't know. In in Lloyd Taco Factory, I guess you're going to have to go Saturday at 7.30 and find out. Oh, you know what? It's in Williamsville. It's not the one we went to. It's a different oh, one. Oh, okay. That explains it. Okay. So 5933 Main Street in Williamsville, Lloyd Taco Factory. It's Reggie Childs, uh, live and direct from Lloyd Taco Factory in Williamsville. Tacos, drinks, and music from 8 to 10 p.m. What else we got going on? This is... Kahuna presents the Surfing Cadavers and Electric Kings, a night of insanely fun music, beach, and sci-fi themed party with two amazing surf rock bands, the Surfing Cadavers and Electric Kings, will grace the stage for a night of mayhem. Your minds will be warped, lots of cool swag and giveaways. Come dressed in your beach or sci-fi best. That's an Ooh. interesting mix. That's at the Gypsy Parlor, 376 Grant Street here in Buffalo, Saturday at 8 p.m. That, that might be going worth going to. First of all, the surfing cadavers are fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with Electric Kings. No, me neither. Um, but uh, I have heard the surfing ca- cadavers. I haven't had the privilege of seeing them just quite yet. But uh, I, that seems like an interesting show to see them at because you can see everybody in their beach attire or, right. sci- or sci-fi attire. Or both. Yeah. Oh, man. FTM. weird. <laughs> FTMP Events presents Burtfest 2020 featuring of Night and Light, who we're going to play in just a few minutes here, Creating a Sinner, Lexi Rain, Eyes of the Blind, Bear the Bronze, Digital Ladies, Mind Chaser, Not for Nothing, Black and Blue, Lost Like Lions, Tiger the Lion, AC Anton, Digital Afterlife, Dope City Kid, and Muddle, sponsored by, hmm, I think I know this company, All WNY. Oh, shit. Yeah, Saturday, February 22nd, it's $10 for all of those bands, $15 day to the show. Uh, ages 16 and up must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Doors open at 2 p.m. Tickets available at purplepass.com slash BurtFest2020. Nice. You remember that one? Maybe. Okay. Um, and uh, that's at Buffalo Ironworks coming up Saturday. So that's something to do all fucking day from 2 to 1130. That's a long day. Don't feel like you have to be there for the whole thing. Right. You guys pace yourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh and then uh, all of this one's going on on Sunday at 8 p.m. Uh, from 7 p.m. doors, 8 p.m. show, $12 advance, $15 day of show, 18 and up with no uh, with ID. No ID equals no show. Uh, Mohawk Place, 47 East Mohawk Street. It is the Toasters, yeah. four decades in Ska Tour. Oh, shit. With the Abrupters, Gentlemen of Age, and the Same Sun. Yes. That's going to be a fantastic show. Yes. I don't think I'm I've seen the, to get to that. I don't think I've seen the Toasters. I have seen the toasters and it was um 
maybe we'll get into it in the next segment because we got to play music and we got shit to do. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about uh, we'll, we'll we'll follow up on any of the rest of this in the next segment because we got to get through this real quick. Uh, February songwriting peer group for the music WNY Music Industry Alliance. It's quickly becoming one of our favorite things that the Alliance does. We have several new songwriter members, so we strongly encourage you to come check this out. Bring a new song, a half-baked idea, a verse, a riff, or just your listening ears and give and receive feedback to your songwriting peers. We'll have a couple of guitars and a piano for some... A couple of guitars and a piano and some beers. Lyric sheets are encouraged. Free for paid members. $5 for non-members. Right on. Nice. That's at Music is Arts, 617 oh, right Main on. Street. I see what yes, she did yes, there. Right on. W-R-I-T-E on. Yeah. We're getting to it, Laura. <laughs> and finally, Monday, February 24th, 2020. It is While She Sleeps, uh, February 24th at the Rec Room, 6 p.m. doors, $17 advance, 16 and up with IDs. Under 16, you have to have an adult with you. It is After Dark presents While She Sleeps with special guests. He is Legend, Savage Hands, and Grizzly Run. Our boys. And you can get uh, tickets on After Dark's website, or you can get them without fees at After Dark, 630 Elmwood Avenue, or by calling 716-893-2900, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Nice. And now we'll play some music. Okay, what we playing? When did when did okay. Laura become our timekeeper? Just, just for that, I'm going to keep talking for a couple of minutes. <laughs> she said we're a minute late. Anyway, uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> This is our boys. This is of Night and Light. They're playing at Burtfest on Saturday at Ironworks, which is just a fantastic deal. $10 advance, 15 day of show at a fantastic venue yeah. in Ironworks. With, and you get a shit ton of bands for that low price. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is of Night and Light. This song's called Forgetting Isn't Forgiving. Excuse me. Forgiving Isn't Forgetting. I got it backwards. <laughs> uh, on all WNY, I think so, Joe Show.
of Night and Light on all WNY Think So Joe show. They're so good. They are. You know, it was so great to get to see Cam for a while. Yeah, that was my second time seeing him in the course of a week. Yeah, week and you're a half. lucky. Yeah, I, no, I, I adore I that dude. Yeah. Cam is wonderful. Yeah. Not just saying that because he could beat me up if I didn't say that. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. No, um... I don't know. He, you always have good conversation with Cam. Like you do, and and he's and he's an interesting dude. He's a good sport about being compared to, uh, <laughs> you know, WWE superstars uh, that look similar to him, like uh, current Raw Tag Team Champion Murphy. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I. <laughs> He definitely does look like some pro wrestlers. He could definitely uh, take their places and nobody would notice, you know, I, I think. You know. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about the toasters. Yes. Okay, so there is a local promoter. I honestly don't even know if he's still alive. Um, I feel like he is because I would have heard about it if he wasn't. Um, but... I, when I got home from Full Sail, somebody introduced us and was like, Karina, this person promotes, you should talk to them. And they took that as, I'm your intern now, I'm your bitch now. And this person used, this was, this was like back in the Club Diablo days. Like, this was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So, um... There was a show, a ska show, that this promoter was putting on. He brought a band from, I want to say Montreal, if not somewhere up there. You know, they, they came from Canada, okay? They came from Canada. They had to have their pedal boards shipped to this dude's house so that they didn't have to go through customs with their pedal boards. You know, it was just, it's, mm-hmm. it's not cool to have to go through customs with your shit. Right. Um, so he forgot the day of the gig. He Wait. he forgot the the dude's pedal boards. Oh. So because he had them shipped to his grandmother's house instead of his house. Oh. So, um, but we're really getting ahead of ourselves. Um, the, he sent me the day before this show, which was a ska show or something reggae of something similar to ska that you would market it at a ska show. He sends me the day before to the toasters where everybody had already spent all their money for the weekend going to a ska show. They're not going to go to another ska show. So he sends me to after dark's event at Mohawk place, the toasters. And he tells me, Karina, you're on the guest list. You're not going to have to pay anything. You know, you're going to go in there. You're going to hand out flyers and you, you know, you get a free show. I'm like, sweet, that's that's pretty awesome. Like, I didn't know who the toasters were at the time. I wasn't that into ska. Um, I was more, if I was into ska, it was like the mainstream ska, you know, Mighty May Boston's, Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, blah. But, um, so... Those are the first three bands mentioned in, like, uh, This Gigantic Robot Kills by MC Lars. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to the door at Mohawk Place, and Chris Ring and the whole After Dark crew are there. And they're like, this person didn't put you on a list. This person doesn't get a list. This person is not entitled to tell you that you can get into this show for free. I'm like, well, I don't have any money, and I'm supposed to pass out these flyers. Like, what What do I do? Like, you're just sending me home? Like, 
And they, I, I guess I conducted myself well enough that they let me in. They're like, you have to pick up every single flyer that people drop on the ground. So I had to stay through the whole show and wait until everyone left and pick up the whole freaking venue afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, you know, like there's like an honor system that you're going to do that if you pass out flyers at sure. a venue. But nobody does. Like somebody sweeps the floor at the end of the night anyways. Come on. <laughs> um, so this this promoter, and then he brings these poor Canadians, and he forgets their pedal board. They go on to the next place without their pedal boards. He's calling all over the place. He's calling Allentown Music. He's calling, like, all these people that supposedly owe him favors to bring gear for this band from Canada to use. For, you know, this one day and they have the rest of their tour that's going to be in America and they don't have their gear. And, like, months later he's still like, oh, I have their pedal boards. <laughs> Great. Can you, can you fucking, you know what I'm <laughs> talking about, right? Uh, No, but uh, you can tell me after. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, like, I can't even believe this dude. I mean, he doesn't have a good reputation, but I can't believe he has anything of a career. And like I, I like I said, I don't know if he even still does. I I think I know who you're talking about, but I I don't know for sure. So we'll. Well, I, did, I could did go you on did you say, did you work for this person for a while? Not that long. Okay, so it might not be who I'm thinking. I don't know. Um, this is the same person who made me choose between taking my sister to the emergency room and going and driving to Buffalo to pick up flyers that um. You know, it was it was his responsibility to go pick up flyers. My, I called him. I was like, I can't go. I have to take my sister to the emergency room. Her, her health was really not good at the time. Yeah. And he's like, your priorities aren't in check. I'm like, really? Okay, done. Pretty sure that's uh, who I think you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> so I had the weirdest fucking dream the other day. <laughs> I forgot all about it until somebody just uh, commented on on my Facebook post about it. Oh, I, uh, I I don't know how I ended up in the south, the, the northwestern United States, <laughs> uh, but somehow in this dream, uh, I was being uh, myself and the Honey Nut Cheerios bee were being held captive. <laughs> At, uh, I, I think it was a Subway restaurant somewhere in the Northwest by the software company Ubuntu, who makes uh, <laughs> Ubuntu Linux uh, operating system. Okay. And um, pretty sure that it had to do with whoever I was traveling with not having enough money to pay for breakfast at Subway. <laughs> I don't know where this all came from. That was the dream I had the other day. I... I I don't understand it, uh, but my buddy Andy just commented. He said, "I love it. That's an epic short film." It is, but there's a lot of licensing involved. Yeah, there. you gotta get, gotta get the Subway license, the Ubuntu license, the Honey Nut Cheerios license. I think there was another one at the end. I think like Bugs Bunny came to save us or some shit. I don't fucking remember. I but. would not trust Bugs Bunny to save you. He's gonna make shit more complicated. Nah, I would trust Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny's the good guy. He is the good guy, but he complicates shit. Yeah. I don't know. You just probably like uh, throw like one of them Acme portable holes or something, and just right. you know, I don't know. I I don't know. It's just a weird ass like fucking the dream. Runner Wiley Wiley Coyote, he you know throws the holes and like yeah. the tunnel appears in the side of the 
mountain or whatever. Yeah, I mean those those exist in Toontown, the the Acme portable holes. Yeah, that was established in in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Great movie. Absolutely, I need to buy a digital copy. I'm looking. I, I was watching um, like 101 facts about Back to the Future this morning. Okay. Like, man, I really want to watch Back to the Future, but I really don't want to get up and hook my Blu-ray player up and put the Blu-ray in the in the in the in the Blu-ray player, and and then it was like. So I'm like, you know what? I have an idea. Voodoo lets you scan the uh, barcode on your Blu-rays. Really? And then you can pay like five bucks and get the digital copy. So I'm like, you know, the worst case scenario, I scan this, it's 15 bucks for three movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll spend 15 bucks to get back to the future so and I can watch it, out of bed. watch it whenever the fuck I want without getting out of bed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it, it, it that's uh, my copy of Back to the Future is apparently not one of the ones you can scan to get the, uh, get the digital conversion. So it's like, oh, fuck, all right. Well, you know what? Let me see how much it would cost just to buy the trilogy on digital because I really don't want to hook my fucking Blu-ray player up just to watch a movie. <laughs> and it was like, ooh, $12.99. That's not bad. I'll fucking pay that. And then it was like, but if you want it in high definition, it's $24.99. Ouch. Well, I don't want it in standard definition, but I don't want to pay 25 bucks for a movie I already own. <laughs> So I'm just having this like internal debate with myself all fucking morning. Like, do I want to pay money to get a movie? Like, cause there was like, you could buy a Like one of the newer Blu-ray copies of the trilogy for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the, with the, uh, with the digital. Okay. But it's like, do I want to spend 20 bucks, wait two days, get something I already have <laughs> just so I could get a digital copy and up. save five bucks. Yeah, right, exactly. But I don't want to I I don't want to do that. I don't know like what's plugged in back there, what's not, what cords go where. Like I don't feel like dealing with all that shit. Yeah. Cuz my cuz I've only got like two or three inputs on the back of that TV, so yeah. I don't I don't know what's I'm pretty sure the PlayStation Classic is hooked up and I'm pretty sure the Xbox 360 is hooked up. And then I'd have to unplug something cuz like the whole power strip back there's full. It's oh. just a pain in the ass to watch a Blu-ray movie. Like I'd rather have digital and so, like, I'm I'm just bummed that I can't just scan the back of my Blu-ray and get it for, like, five bucks each. You know? Yeah. Like, just buy the VHS tapes of Back to the Future. You can get them on Amazon. Can you? Apparently, yeah. Uh, when I looked, they have um, they actually have the Blu-ray, the trilogy on Blu-ray in a VHS case. Like, a case that's made to look like the original VHS cool. release of Back to the Future. Which I thought was cool, and I'm like, if that comes with the digital, maybe I'll get that. But no, I already own the 25th anniversary collection. Why am I buying more Blu-rays? When the whole idea is I don't want the fucking Blu-rays. I want the digital. Oh, well. Oh, there's just no winning for you. Anybody want to give me 10 bucks for Back to the Future Trilogy on Blu-ray, and then I'll just drop the 15 on the digital? <laughs> drop the 10 and the 15 on a digital? Yeah, I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know. It's Like, I don't... I have so many movies that I'm like, oh, I want to watch that right now, but I don't want to hook up my Blu-ray player. I don't want to get out of bed and go put the Blu-ray in. And then I have so many fucking Blu-rays and DVDs. And I'm just like, I want to watch this. but I don't want to, like, I want to watch it on digital. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Is it on Roku? Is it on, like, is it on any of these? Like, is it on Prime? Like, damn it. If I want to watch this, I either have to pay for it or I actually have to get the fuck out of bed. So how much am I willing to pay to not get out of bed? <laughs> it becomes the question. So, you know, 
I have I, I have both of the Home Alone movies on Blu-ray and DVD and and, and digital. Yeah. Not DVD. My DVDs are gone. <laughs> yeah, think so lazy. Sure. <laughs> think so lazy. I love it. <laughs> hey, if I can stay in bed and watch whatever the fuck I want, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I don't need to get up. Who needs to get up? I we sleep until 3. It's bad enough I had to get up to do this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So my sister and I went to Rochester this weekend. You did. You saw Poison the Prophet. We saw Poison the Prophet. They had lines. It was at Montage, which I freaking love Montage. I don't know why. Like, okay, their floors suck, and there's nowhere to there's There's a couple of seats, but really, when it comes down to it, there's nowhere to sit down because that place was packed, and everybody wanted to sit down because the floors make your legs and feet and ass hurt. And if you bad. want to experience all this for yourself, come see Green Jello on May 1st with the Living Brain Dead. Well, the I think that the key at Montage is that you can't hold still. If you're dancing, you're not hurting. Yeah, I, I will say that. Um, I mean, if you're up front, you're not hurting either, I don't think. No, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Because I was up front when I saw Head P.E. there with yeah. uh, Inherent Vice back in the day, and... Uh, I was right up against the guardrail, and I was fine. And then when I moved towards the back of the venue to watch, like, the rest of the show after yeah. in, after Inherent Vice played, I was like, okay, this is kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think, like, they back then they had, like, the risers. I think they took that out, right? I don't know. You were just there. I don't remember. The, oh, the risers. <laughs> like, like, in the I back. I remember there was, I don't remember them being risers, but there was, like, a divider and, like, a wall. There was, like, a little, like, platform kind of. There's still a little platform. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's they, they, very little. They took something out of there since since that show. Yeah. Um, but uh, you you can experience Montage Music Hall for yourself on May first. Green Jello, Bill Manspeaker's birthday bash. I know. <laughs> I, I I I happen to know the uh, one of the opening bands, so I might be able to get you discounted uh, advance tickets <laughs> if you want to go out to see Green Jello in Rochester and celebrate Bill Manspeaker's birthday. Yeah. Just don't take his money, man. You'll end up on World Star being like kidnapped oh by Bill Manspeaker and Lazy Ass Destroyer. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a crazy ass did you see that video? Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That was great. So anyways, Poison the Prophet fucking blows me away every time I see him. And we're super excited to be hosting them June thirteenth for the all WNY prom at Stamps. Uh, it's going to be The Living Brain Dead and XM Priory along with Poison the Prophet. Um, that's a hell of a bill. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there were three other bands that played with Poison the Prophet, and two of them I don't remember, and one of them I was really looking forward to seeing, and I'm really glad that my sister and I got to see them. It was Caustic Method okay. from Syracuse, and they fucking killed it. The only thing is that the microphone kept disconnecting the cable from the microphone because the fucking singer from the first band kept doing this thing where he, like, throws the microphone and, like, brings it back around to him and, like, you know, whips it around. And then the next band fucking vocal mic isn't staying put together. So what you're saying is the opening band took somebody else's gear... 
uh-huh, and threw it around. Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. You don't do that to the venue's gear, man. No, that's fucked up because that. other people got to use that. And I was that. saying, like, I hope that's his microphone. I had Sherdales, and I hope that's his microphone. Yeah, you can't like, do that. Because he's, like, he's punching the microphone and everything. You know, he's cupping it like he doesn't know how to fucking sing. But whatever. Like, if, if they had known how to use their gear, that band maybe wouldn't have sucked. But I just couldn't look past that he was throwing the gear around like it was from fucking Radio Shack. You know, singers who can't sing cup the mic. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> That's that. That was that was my whole technique when I was a singer. That was also the, <laughs> that was the era of the cupped mic. Uh, when uh, you know, but um, yeah, it was a great show, and I brought some cookies for Poison the Prophet because they were kind enough to gift my sister and I tickets. So I was like, well. You know, I'm going to bring cookies. And then they were like, hey, if you want to bring cookies. And I'm like, yeah, like, I was going to bring cookies anyways. But um, they were grateful. We got, me and my sister each got T-shirts from Poison the Prophet. And I don't know, I'm just super excited to see them again in June. There was a great T-shirt I saw this morning I almost bought. Oh, God. I don't remember what it was, though. So maybe it's a good thing I didn't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I would have forgotten all about it if you didn't just mention T-shirts. So now I might go on the, I might go into my email like, "What was that T-shirt that I wanted this morning?" I sent Brian the website link. By the way, I just, I just uh, had to do some updates on my website yesterday because, like, uh, the way I was doing it before was like any videos that I would do, I would go on through, um, through my uh, business YouTube account and right. like them. And just the liked videos would just pop up in a playlist and it would go right onto my right onto my website and also to uh, voiceovercentrals.com. And YouTube recently changed it so that your liked video playlist is private. Uh. So I had to go on YouTube and I'm trying to figure out how to like change this so that I can put it like put it back on the website without having to like do really anything. <laughs> And I couldn't, like, so I looked it up and somebody said, oh, it changed in, in December of 2019. And this is how you change it back. And I couldn't find the setting. Oh. And so I ended up just starting a playlist and, like, just adding, like, the last 20 videos from my liked list. <laughs> just like, oh, well, now there's videos on the playlist and I can put this playlist on the websites. And so, yeah. Wow. I just had to update it. So, um yeah. Laura keeps trying to tell me there's a cat in the background. We can make that happen. Open the door. Uh, I'm sure. Let's, is she out here? No, she's not out we here. We see cat. Let's let her in. No, let's not let her let's in. Let's let her in for, for Laura. No, we're Reese not. Reese cat. She's probably sleeping. Reese cat, wake up. <laughs> yeah, no cats are running this way, so. <laughs> Boo. Sitting here yesterday, I'm doing something, and I just happened out of the corner of my eye to see a little tail. <laughs> just saw something move, and I looked down, and I saw Reese's tail right outside my door. And I was like, just kind of poked my head around. She goes, meh. <laughs> like, what do you want? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> She's so mouthy. I've sent videos out of me uh, having conversations with her because she does respond. She does. When I'm when I'm when she's sitting outside the door and I'm just like, no, you can't come in here. And she's like, meow, because I said so. Meow, <laughs> meow. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So Sabres went on a little bit of a win streak before they started sucking again the other day. Oh, well, did Last they? night, actually. I was going to say, that had to be last night. Yeah, it was last night. They went on a three-game win streak. They, uh, they uh, I forget who they beat the first time around, but then they beat Columbus when uh, when Jasmine and I went for 2000s night, which was a lot of fun. We got to see all the 2000s alumni and hear uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman get booed out of the arena. Oh. Um, and then... Um, and then uh, they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which why the fuck couldn't they do that when I was in Toronto to see them play <laughs> against the Maple Leafs instead of losing 5-2 to two or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, and then last night they got off to a really great start. They were up 2 nothing and somehow lost 7-4. to fucking four. <laughs> Like 7-4? to 7-4. to four. Like, by the end of the first period, it was 4-2 to two Ottawa. And it's like, how the fuck did you go from being up 2 nothing? To being down four to two, wow, and just like just a huge collapse last night, and they uh, couldn't make up any ground on uh, you know in the standings because Toronto had lost last night too, so it would have been great for Buffalo to win, but oh well. Sports, sports. You gonna watch the XFL this weekend again? Been, When's that been, on? Saturday and Sunday. Been greatly enjoying the XFL. I actually saw Ryan Garnett post on Facebook, like, oh, you know, now that football's over, I said, dude, if football's over, what the fuck is this? And I took a picture of the TV with the XFL game on. He said, that's not football. I'm like, not only is it football, dude, it's actually really fucking good football. <laughs> it's fun. It's way better than the NFL. Why? Maybe not way better than the NFL, but, you know, it's Why? fun. It's fun. Like, the rule changes are fun. The, 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 the way they handle replays and everything is fun. It's different. Okay. It makes it just like, you know, like, oh, yo, if the NFL did that, that'd be cool. You know, like there's no, um, like, you know how when you score a touchdown, you have to kick an extra point, right? Mm-hmm. You don't do that in the XFL. You know what you do? You can take the ball at the two-yard line for one point, from the five-yard line for two points, or from the 10-yard line for three points. And if you get in the end zone, you score, t- you get that many points. Okay. And then, like, the, you know, the way the clock runs at the end of the game just makes the games that much more exciting because it's like, okay, well, they're down by, like, two touchdowns, but they can still come back because they can really manage this clock way better than they could if this was the NFL. Yeah. No, he hate me is not playing. That's that's the old XFL. They don't do that shit anymore. What it, what it is is the difference between this XFL and the old XFL is the old XFL was, like, well, like this XFL, this current XFL is like, this is a companion to the National Football League. This is football for those months where you don't have football. Whereas the old XFL, that was the idea, but then ended up being like, but we're a companion piece to the WWF's Attitude Era. <laughs> what are you doing now? I'm cleaning up after you. Cleaning up after me. Anyway. Your beard hair is just everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. Shedding. I'm molting. I don't know. Molting? Molting. I can't get comfortable. Ow. Sorry, everybody. That's, that's not going to help, I don't think. No, I'm better now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm much better. I'll just, like, hit your knee on the table or something. I don't know what I did. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. This, this gif is freaking me out. Okay, we'll click off of it then. Yes. It was just, uh, that was the reaction to my dream from my friend Christy. Yeah. yeah. That's an appropriate reaction. It is an appropriate reaction. So Back to the Future was a bunch of bullshit. What the fuck, JT? JT. 
Uh, we're going to have to talk. I feel like this is... We're going to have to talk, JT. <laughs> Back to the Future was, like, scientifically accurate. It's been proven. Actually, did you know that Jurassic Park is scientifically plausible? Yes. You can watch that on the Things You Might Not Know YouTube channel that, like, hasn't had hasn't had a new video posted in like way over a year. <laughs> Has but, it been that long? But just hit 75 subscribers. Good for you. Like, how do I have 75 subscribers? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's good. I might, I might bring it back, but I want to, it's going to be like a different format. I think it's not going to be like me on the green screen. It might just be me like sitting here. Yeah. Cause like my big, the biggest criticism is like, what are you doing with your hands, dude? Yeah. Because, like, I talk with my hands a little bit. So I think if I'm just, like, sitting sitting here, like, right in the middle here and just have a camera on me and, and just talking into one of these microphones or whatever, you know, it'll sound, one, it'll sound better than that lavalier mic, and two, it'll be, it's not, it is time. She's right. She's not wrong for once. Anyway, uh, it'll sound better than that lavalier mic, and it'll, it'll you know, I don't have to worry about what I'm doing with my hands because I just keep them on the desk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, but then I got to find a writer and I got to put some money and time and effort into actually doing it. But anyway, we got some music coming up. Uh, this is Tony Rocky Horror, friends of uh, the show here. Yeah. Uh, they're playing Friday at Stamps with Ecota. We were, it looks like it says blank. I don't think that's right. Uh, I think it is. Is it? We were blank? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, and Mind Chaser. I, it's, it's my handwriting. I can't read it. Anyway, uh, this is uh, Tony Rocky Horror, this song called uh, Miss Mary Jane on Old WNY, Think So Joe Show. Tony Rocky Horror on all WNY. Catch them at Stamps this Friday. 
they uh, were the catalyst for Living Brain Dead getting to play with just one more. Oh. Because they were uh, unable to play that show. They were booked. And it was just like, oh, hey, you know what? Uh, Working Class Stiffs is playing with just one more earlier in the day. Hey, just one more. You guys want to play with Working Class Stiffs again later on? And uh, that's how we got just one more on the first thing. So uh, first living brain dead show. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and we still haven't gotten the, cha- the chance to play with Tony Rocky Horror, uh, which is sad because we really would like to, and uh, we'll eventually make that happen. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, Michael went on to uh, from from Tony Rocky Horror went on to do our uh, pins for us. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I I didn't even realize like he was in the band until like I saw him. I went to go get the pins from him and he's like, Hey, so how'd that show end up going? Like, sorry, we couldn't play like, Oh yeah. Okay. You're in Tony Rocky horror. All right, cool. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll get a chance to play with them sometime soon. So yeah. Um, just talk to, uh, I just talked to Janie crash and the tall men a little bit. They, they have a show coming up at Niagara falls, but, uh, I ain't going. (laughs) <laughs> nope ain't going <laughs> nope. can't make them all uh well i mean one it it is a little bit out of the way it's tough to get to it's right it's right uh near uh right near some family uh in niagara falls of mine so um so it would be nice you know we'd be able to go to the show we'd be able to stop by and visit and uh then probably have to uber like to your mom's house or back home or whatever i don't know but yeah. um but then I saw the lineup and I was like, no, I can't be in the same place at the same time as that guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I've successfully avoided punching him in the face for five years now. I'd like to keep it that way. Right. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Living Brain Dead might be on a bill with them soon, so. That would be very cool. And we've got them in September. Sam yeah. and uh, BD2 and Yellow Sauce and the Rust oh. Belt Brigade. Coming up in September. That show's been booked for like two years now. <laughs> it really has. It's amazing that all of these bands have stayed together right. <laughs> for for too long for two years. Like you don't see that a lot for you know for, to have four full bands stay together for. I mean, obviously, there's been lineup changes in at least one of the cases, but you know, it's 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 a hard thing to do is keep that many you know keep a band together for that long in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the local scene, I guess. Definitely. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, like, you know, even we've been around for six months, we've had a drummer change, so. <laughs> <you> <laughs> True. Uh, Steve actually recommended Brian to somebody who was looking for a guitar. Oh, really? He's like, oh, you should talk to Brian Muller. He'll be able to help you. Nice. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Brian will be able to help. He's definitely, definitely, uh, I, I thought about reaching out to Brian last night and being like, dude, should I offer this dude like a hundred bucks for this guitar? But I didn't want to be insult. I didn't want to make it an insulting offer because we were asking for one hundred and twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm asking to knock a whole like fifth of the price off. You know, knock it down by like twenty percent. I'm just like, uh, you know what? No, I'd probably feel insulted by an offer like that. And I'm thinking like, whatever I offer him, if he says no, you know what I mean? Then like I I'll just pay what he's asking. Yeah. Which. Was kind of the idea of sending the $110, you know, offer was he says no. And I'd be like, all right, cool. And I wait a day or two, see if it's still available and then buy it. But he's like, yeah, sure. Okay, guess I'm buying a guitar today. <laughs> so, 
Excellent. I want to know why Back to the Future was a bunch of bullshit. I should I should comment and ask and see if I could get an answer here. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, I was watching that video this morning. And it was like, here's a list of all the things that they predicted for 2015 that were wrong. Like, people still use, like, the widespread use of fax machines. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that scene where he gets the fax machine from his, from his boss, played wonderfully by Flea <laughs> of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Yeah, so, like, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I want to watch Back to the Future, damn it. I don't want to hook up the fucking Blu-ray player to do it. <laughs> and then the other thing is, like, once the first movie's over... Then I'm either stuck on the menu screen and annoying you by the repeated music over and over and over again and repeated movie clips, I'm sure, or whatever. I don't know what's on them. You know, I haven't watched in a while. And and if I want to go to the second movie, then I have to get up again, put the second movie in. You poor thing. And then, of course, if you watch the second movie, the second movie is just a, you know, two-hour commercial for the third movie, even though it's the better of the two. And then, so now it's like, oh, shit, now I got to watch the third one. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) So, you know, that's, and then you got to get up and get to put the Blu-ray in. I'm not hooking up the damn Blu-ray player. Too lazy for that. (laughs) But then I could watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. I could. I could. and, And let me, let me say this though. There is a precedent for me buying digital copies of movies I already own. Because I just, like, last month bought a digital copy of the uh, original Transformers movie from 1986. Wow. Um, mostly because I wanted to watch it, and Brian's had my DVD for a while. <laughs> he finally got a, he finally got around to watching it, so I might actually be able to get that back from him. <laughs> uh, but I bought I bought the digital because I'm like I want to fucking watch this movie right now. And it was like dirt cheap. I think it was like three bucks or something. So I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll fucking buy a digital copy of this movie I love and will probably watch repeatedly. True. You know, how many movies have a robot dance party set to Weird Al Yankovic in the middle of them? You're right. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. I I don't like to get up to do anything. Like half the time when I'm working, I'll just use this microphone because I don't feel like getting up and going and using the one that's like, you know, sound treated because <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this. I don't, I'm not getting up for a $5 job. Fuck it. I'm recording it here. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously I've gotten pretty good at using this mic and not popping it. So, <laughs> you know, I still just, I have the background kind of hiss going on, but that's EQ'd out on my recordings. Yeah. You know, we still got to get a, like a little dividing wall kind of deal. Right. To, put some foam on and, uh, you know, kind of block out some of the sun. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta do that after the guitar gets here. Yeah. When should the guitar get here? Monday, I think. Okay. That's not so bad. If he ships it out tomorrow, it should be here Monday. I think, I hope I would like to get it, you know, with a, I'd like to get it a couple of weeks before the show so I can like, you know, play around with it, make sure everything's good. Make sure I don't got to go take it to get set up or anything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, but it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, it's the shape I wanted. It's, uh, you know, it's the brand I use and it's the color almost I wanted. It's close enough. Just almost. Okay. It's close, close enough. Close enough. Like that other one was, that other one was closer. Okay. 
but it was like, eh, now that I bought this one, I don't really need another one, of uh, another red guitar. Ooh, I spoiled it red. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't need another red guitar, So, but you know what? Let me keep this in my watch list just in case it doesn't get up over like 100 bucks. Because if I could get another one for under 100 bucks. <laughs> then I mean, we're going to need to talk about places that you put your guitars. If I could get the other one for a hundred bucks, I might just turn around and take it to like the pawn shop. And be like, "Yo, what do you give me for this?" Mm. Try and get like a hundred and fifty out of it. I don't think it's. I don't think I would from a pawn shop. I think if I sold it to somebody, I could probably get a hundred and fifty. I think the pawn shop be like, "I give you seven. I'll give you fifty. We're yeah. gonna sell it for seventy five. You know, because yeah. every time I've ever bought a guitar from a pawn shop, it's cost me seventy five bucks. Really? Yeah, but it's only been twice. To be fair, um. And it was probably the lowest price guitar or or bass in the case of what I've got here. Uh, probably the lowest price one there. So that's, you know, not saying that all pawn shop gar- guitars are 75 bucks. But <laughs> I got a pawn shop guitar that I want to say was like 225 It was really nice. My sister has it. She traded me her uh, mandolin for it. Ah. It's uh, modeled after the Gibson Hummingbird. Okay. But it's got butterflies instead. I had uh, my first pawn, sh- uh, pawn, pawn shop guitar mm. was, um, it was a, I don't remember the name of the brand. It was, it was some off brand, but it was an Explorer body style because, you know, 17 year old me was like, Ooh, Explorer, James Hetfield, Metallica. Yeah. And like, I I sold that guitar on eBay for, like, twice what I paid for it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I paid 75 at the pawn shop. I sold it on eBay for, like, 150 a couple of years later. Like, I had that guitar for a while. I wasn't in a band or anything. I just, like, ooh, I want that guitar. Yeah. And I bought the guitar. So I had, I had that, and I had my uh, Squire Strat that I still to this day have. Uh, I got both of those. You know, I had both of those at the same time, and then I got rid of the... Uh, explorer on ebay i wish i would have kept it kind of yeah because i could have put new pickups in and i could have you know done whatever it needed to be done to fix it up and um you know but somebody paid me 150 bucks for it so i probably needed the money so all right here you go um so that was my first one and then i got this uh epiphone bass that i got over here Mm. and it's got like uh somebody put in put in like emg pickups and shit like i think I, i think i paid like 75 bucks for it Okay. So uh, it goes for like 150. So, which, you know, anytime I've thought about, you know, I want a new guitar, part of my brain goes, I should sell this bass. Uh, Like, I don't, I don't play it. If I do pick up a bass, I have yours here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yours isn't better. Like, yours is better than mine because it's not as beat up. Mm. But, uh, and also, it, it, it's it's handily got uh, the the you know what the string should be tuned to taped to the bottom of the bridge. <laughs> Mine does. Yeah, remember I was making fun of you for it, and you said it was like your ex did it or something. Oh, that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. Who fuck doesn't know what the strings on a bass are if they're playing he, a bass? He wasn't a musician. Yeah. He was a roofer. 
There are people starving in Africa, but Joe's problem is much worse. Joe wants to put the guitars inside the bed. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, like, um, so I've thought about selling my bass, my Epiphone bass with the EMG pickups in it. I think it's EMG. I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'd have to look. Um, I've thought about selling that just to, like, go to a pawn, like, take it to a pawn shop. Like, what do you give me, you know, what do you give me for this towards that you know like yeah like just and and i um i haven't been to the new well i haven't been to the pawn shop at all i haven't been there since they opened and now they've moved they're in a bigger bigger store and all the guitars are right in the window oh so i haven't um i was on a bus coming from somewhere no you know what it was an uber i was i was ubering from somewhere i know i had madison with me so I must have picked her. I don't know how the fuck we got over there. But we're coming back this way up Seneca Street and passing by the pawn shop, the new location where the Salvation Army used to be. Okay. And they got all the guitars in the window. And I'm just like, you know. Little kid in the candy look at, store. Looking at all the guitars. I'm like, oh, I got to go there. <laughs> and, like, I've been wanting to, like, just go for a walk and just walk by there and just see, like, if I could see the price tags or whatever. And I just haven't had good enough weather and an excuse to go out at the same time yeah. to do that. So do prawn shops sell prawns? I'd imagine they would. But we're I... talking about pawn shops. Pawn. Like, you know, the, the dudes on the History Channel or whatever the fuck. Oh, what's that called? Pawn Stars. On stars. Yeah. 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 Take that in there. Best I could do is about five bucks. Right. Hold on. I got a buddy who's an expert in this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me when I need Brian's help with something. Hold on, man. I got a buddy who's an expert in this kind of thing. <laughs> I'll get right back to you. But yeah, Brian just... So I sent him the link to the website. So maybe I'll get some work. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't really want to do green screen work because that means actually like getting That's the lights work. moved around yeah. and getting the light back out of the studio, out of the booth and putting it back up on the ceiling. Oh yeah. That just seems like way too much work. The only reason I even keep the gig is because like it's for diversity. Yeah. And uh, you know, maybe, and if anybody were to hire me, it's a lot, it's, it's enough money to motivate me to actually do all the shit I need to do to do it. Okay. It's just a matter of, I don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> and also, I think I, I probably have to uh, buy new batteries for my lavalier mic at this point because I think it, uh, like, I think I left it on the last time. Mm. And I don't know if it just, like, automatically shuts off if it's not plugged into anything, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If it plugs into the... But if it plugs into the camera, it needs to be turned on. Mm -hmm. But I can plug it into my phone, and I can record the audio into my phone, and it doesn't need to be turned on. Okay. Um, I just don't want to have to, you know, record the audio into my, like it was, I was already recording into an, uh, into a recorder. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just a pain in the ass. Um, but Hey, it's money. Yeah. I mean, one, one job of, uh, you know, on camera work would probably pay for that guitar. I just bought. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, then you should do it. If I get the, if somebody asks me to do it, I'll do it. I ain't going to be like, no, nah, man, I'm not setting up all that shit. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody the other day that sent me a message. 
Like, oh, hey, I need this done. Like, hey, okay, place an order. So they placed an order, and then they're like, I request that you get this done as soon as possible. And I just ignored it because they didn't pay for that. <laughs> Excuse me, when can you when can you get this done? Can you tell me when it'll be done? When when can you get this done? So I finally messaged them back. I'm like, look, you're like eighth in the queue right now. You're gonna get it tomorrow night. And then all day the next day. When can you deliver this? Sir, I need this. When can you deliver this? Oh my goodness. So finally I deliver it. When I told them I would fucking deliver it. Even though a huge part of me was like, you know what? I'm bouncing them back to the end of the line and they're fucking getting it as soon as they're fucking getting it right at the deadline. But I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it. And they also had like five scripts and it also costs extra to split into five files. So I'm like, all right, how long after I deliver this till I get the revision request? Hey, uh, why didn't you split this into five files? Yeah. Which I didn't get to their credit. I did not, they did not ask me for five files. They were fine with the one file. The revision request I got was somehow, I don't know how they only got 15 seconds of the audio. <laughs> I, which was not my doing. I just wanted to be done with it. I wanted to send that and be like, okay, as soon as this is complete, I'm blocking this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's like, okay, well, I don't know what happened there. Let me take care of that. So I took care of that right away, sent it to them. In the meantime, in the five minutes, it took me to re-encode this file and send it back to them. Are you there? Can you do this for me? When can you do this for me? In the five fucking minutes oh it took God. me from the time they said, hey, this happened to the time I was able to re-deliver, they asked me like three times when the fuck they were getting it. Oh my God. So it's just like, this is not how we do business here. I'm just like, as soon as this is marked complete, I'm fucking done. Uh, and then they were like, okay, well, you know, I'm probably going to need a revision on one of those scripts, but I'll let you know. And I, I knew that was coming because it was like um, for... Uh, like, uh, it, was, it was a Muslim uh, religious kind of thing. And I don't speak Arabic. Right. So it's like, okay, I know I've probably said some of these words wrong. I know every time I do something that that mentions, you know, Muslims and Muhammad and all of this, they don't like the way I've said Allah or Muhammad or Muslim and I have to do it again. So I knew that was coming. That was, that was not a surprise to me. I'm like, okay. So they sent me the thing they, they sent me and they're like, Oh, here's a file with how to say all these things. But it was just some, you know, some guy reading the whole script. What? I'm like, I, you're going to make me sit here for two fucking minutes. Listen to this guy, read this script yeah. just to tell me how to, how to say Muslim Muhammad Allah and whatever the fuck the other word I didn't know was. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is a waste of my time. I should try, I should be like, all right, you want this revision? It's five bucks extra because you already used your other revision to get the full file. <laughs> <laughs> Which would not be fair to them because that was not their fault. That was just some glitch in the system somewhere, some glitch in the process. Um, so that wasn't them. Uh, that wasn't on them. That was on me. So that wouldn't have been fair for me to be like, nope, you got to pay me for this revision. Um and then, like, after I sent it, they're like, oh, I'd like to hire you again. And I just ignored them. <laughs> I don't want to work. Like, I do not 
deal well with people like rushing me when they don't pay me extra to rush me. Yeah. Like if, if she put in the, you know, for the 24 hour delivery and it was like 20 hours and she's like, yo, I, I paid you for this dude. Where, where's my shit. Then it'd be like, oh man, I'm sorry. You know, let me, you're, you're like next. Let me get this done for you. But she didn't, she just paid for the words. Like, okay, well, this is what you're getting and this is when you're getting it. Yeah. And it happens. Like, I get that all the time. Like, oh, can you hurry up and do this? Can you hurry up and do like, Did you pay for me to hurry up and do this? Like, it's not fair to my other clients if I bump you ahead of them because you request that I send it soon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, that's not how it works. You want rush delivery, you pay for fucking rush delivery. That's why I spent an extra 50 bucks on this fucking mixing board was because I needed it rush delivered. Right. So, like, seriously, like, if, you, if you're doing business with somebody, any business, I don't care who it is, if it's me, if it's somebody else, if you, you know, you can't go to them and be like, hurry up. <laughs> Especially if they have an, a, a rush delivery option. Yeah. And you didn't pay for it. Like, if you didn't pay for the rush delivery option, you have no fucking reason to rush them. Or no right to rush them. Like, I don't give a shit that you need this, uh, you know, in five hours. You didn't pay me to do it in five hours. You paid me to do it in 48 hours. I don't give a shit that your client is waiting on you to get this done. Because you paid me for 48-hour delivery. And I've got other people who have paid me for for 24-hour delivery or have paid for 48-hour delivery and have been waiting over 24 hours and are uh, and need to get their you know need to get their jobs done before I get to yours because they are they got to me first and that's how this works <laughs> like if you want it done fast message me first say hey how fast can i get this done and i will say okay if you pay me 5 bucks extra i can get it done tonight as opposed to tomorrow night <laughs> you know like like can't just not pay for something and expect to get it. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's not how business works. That's silly. I used to have a, Laura says I should have a 30 minute delivery option. I used to have an eight hour delivery option. Uh, and also a, uh, I think it was a, no, it was a first, I had a first in line option and an eight hour delivery option. Maybe it was 12. I don't know, it, was, it, was, it was eight or 12, but I had a first in line and eight hour delivery. So what you would do is, you know, you pay me, uh, I think it was like 10 bucks and you get first in line. So whatever, like, as soon as I walk in the studio, your job is the first one done first come first serve for, for people who paid for that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was, uh, I think, I think it was eight hours. So like you pay me, like just, you know, message me first was the requirement message me first. Let me know that you're doing the eight hour option. I'll tell you if I'm available. If I'm not available, I'll let you know. And, um, what ended up happening was, uh, because these were custom options, I couldn't delete them. And I, when I went to New York for the, for the conference in September, uh, October rather, um, I didn't want to shut down my gig cause I was only gone for like mm-hmm. just over 24 hours. So I'm like, I don't want to shut down the gig. I don't want to put it on pause. I don't want to put it out of office mode on. I want to like, I want to still be able to get orders, but I also, I don't want to do 24 hour delivery, eight hour delivery, or the first in line delivery. 
And the, uh, so like, but I couldn't delete the first in line or the eight hour delivery. Mm. So I, I actually had to go through like customer service and I never actually got an official resolution on this, but the options are gone. Okay. And I'm too afraid to put them back. Yeah. Especially like now I'm traveling to like Toronto a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to that Sabres game and going to Guns N' Roses. So I'm traveling a lot more. I don't want to, I, I still want to be able to leave my gig open so I can take orders and work when I get back. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to offer like eight hour, 24 hour, you know, first in line delivery. If I'm not going to be there within eight hours, 24 hours, Yeah. you know, I'd rather be able to, uh, you know, keep the gig open, but take away the option for 24 hours so that when I get back, I can work. Um, anyway, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, we're going to play some Reggie Childs. They are playing Saturday at Lloyd Taco in Williamsville. I haven't been to the Lloyd Taco in Williamsville. No. I don't know if it's big enough to accommodate a band, especially a band the size of Reggie Childs, who are a ska band. Uh, but uh, you guys can go out to Williamsville Saturday, see them. And uh, we will see you next week. Next this is Reggie week. Childs. The song is called... Company we keep on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. See you next week. Any second now.
think that you really 